Hey everyone, I have nothing clever to say right now. So, welcome to Be Gay Do Crimes. I'm Sam. I'm Bailey. Hello. Hi. So this is our first true crime episode in a while. It's been a minute, but we're back in better than ever. Yes. Ah. Um, so I currently look very homosexual. <laughs> yeah. Literally wearing a sweatshirt, um, pigtail braids, and a beanie. Like, I'm coming in hot with that lesbian stereotype outfit and they're killing it so slay ew (laughs) (laughs) i'm calling the police i just became a straight woman like that and you're talking to queer people look look what you're doing yeah oops so this is about the murder of 16-year-old Skylar Annette Niece in 2012. This was only 10 years ago. Okay. And this is a part of Be Gay Do True Crimes because, well, I'd say there's a lesbian love affair, but I don't think one of the people involved can feel love. So I can't really say that. There are some gay things in here. Our victim was an ally, which comes in later. Like, her being an ally isn't, like, super important, but it, like, it comes back. Um, so this is a case where the phrase three's a crowd really rings true. And I know all about that, because that reminds me of my last relationship. (coughs) I was, I was the, um, um, in this case, I would have been Skylar if she hadn't been, hadn't have been brutally murdered, though I feel like I, my ex's current partner, um, I'm convinced would kill me if they could. I would kill them. What the fuck? That's my bestie. I swear to God, my ex is going to listen to this and be like, they would not kill you. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I know you know them better than I do, but just saying. I would just like to add, why are you still listening to our podcast? We both hate you. (laughs) Gee. Yeah, I don't think they're listening. Um, good. Because this is our safe space. Go find your own. Yeah. You have plenty of people to be your safe space. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Sarah is like not dealing with it today. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Just. (laughs) Wow. Um. I'm not slut shaming. I'm just saying. Polyamory is fine. Just. So, we don't really have any business to attend to, um, 
So let's get into it. Let's do my sources. So my sources were the snapped documentary episode about this case and the website SkylarNiceMurder.com. I also use the True Crime All the Time and Morbid Podcast. That was mainly for like little bits of information that I wanted to include. Sam told me to listen to the Morbid Podcast and then I listened to two episodes of it and then my ADHD got bored. Your ADHD got bored? <laughs> yes. Wow. If it's not loud and in my face, I'm going to be like, this is boring. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. Alright, so Skylar Annette Neese was born to parents Dave and Mary Neese on February 10th, 1996, which is the year one of my sisters was born. Same. In Morgantown, West Virginia. Skylar was described as being very smart and bubbly. When Skylar was about eight, she met Sheila Eddy at a community center called The Shack. Never go to somebody, someplace called that. No. No, it was like, um, like a daycare type place where you could just like leave your kid. It was like a community center type deal. I don't know, that just sounds sus. Skylar would go there and would, like, play basketball or swim, which she loved swimming. Her and Sheila actually met by the pool. So, they didn't go to school together. Uh, Skylar lived in Star City, West Virginia, and Sheila lived in Blacksville, West Virginia. But they hit it off and they became best friends. Despite being completely opposites in character... Because Skylar was, like, quiet and studious, and Sheila was energetic and described as a rebel. But they would have sleepovers, go to the mall, or go to the movies, and Sheila was almost like a second daughter to the niece family. In 2010, Sheila's mom remarried, so they moved to Morgantown, and the girls were able to go to school together. That's where they met Rachel Schof. She had previously been enrolled in Catholic school, And one of her friends said she was very religious and would invite him to church. She was also very rich. She was also a theater kid. But, like, two negatives and a positive. I'm not saying which is which. (laughs) You realize I'm a theater kid, right? Do not come for theater kids. I know we're loud and I'm not. I literally have, like, the drama sign hanging up on my bed. Do not come for me. I will come right back for you. Uh, so, Skylar had brought these two girls together, and they became a trio. They were popular, and Skylar's dad was not happy about Sheila's behavior, because she was, they didn't, they didn't like that she was a wild child. Skylar's parents were like, hey, why don't you, like, make some other friends and stuff like that? But, you know, when you tell a teenager not to do something, what are they going to do? They're going to do it more. Yeah. Because us teenagers don't like to listen. I'm barely a teenager. What am I talking about? You're coming to the end. I am, in fact, coming to the end. Of being a teenager. Of being a teenager. (laughs) Had to specify. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm coming to the end of my life here. No! <laughs> um, so the three of them would, like, drink and smoke weed. Um, yeah. And 
sophomore year, Sheila and Rachel's bond started getting a little bit stronger. Ooh. And um, Sheila and Skylar's was kind of getting a little bit weaker. Um, these girls made up a lo- like made a lot of tweets, which we'll talk about later because there are some tweets that like are important. The three of them sent over 10,000 tweets, and over half of those were Sheila. She would tweet about how she loved being naked and Law and Order, and she is one that's like, if you talk about how much you love Justin Bieber, I probably want to stab you. I don't see the issue with that one. It's, that's funny, I find that funny, but like, at the same time, it's kind of telling. It it would be fine if, like, you tweeted that, but considering what she does, it's a problem. I'm guessing murder people. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> Rachel and Sheila, as I said, were slowly getting closer, and Skylar was slowly getting, like, booted out, because three is a crowd most of the time with friendships. I mean, I'm lucky, um, with... My two friends that I'm close to, hi, you guys, um, that I just went and hung out with at the uh, bowling alley. That was super fun. Hey, guys, what's up? But, like, sometimes, like, I do feel like, oh, like, they probably want to hang out without me sometimes and stuff like that. Because sometimes you're, that one person just, like, feels excluded even, like, for no reason. But in this case, like, they were trying to exclude her. There's, like, pictures where they would wear, like, stripes and, like, they would match to kind of, like, make her feel excluded. We personally know three's a crowd. I don't think you get it. Okay, I love you. Think about it for a little bit longer. Um, are you talking about seasons? Yes, okay. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought you were talking about, okay. Well, she was... She made it too crowded. Yeah. She took up too much space. Mm-hmm. Um, so one day at a sleepover during, I think, August, everywhere I saw said it was August, they all got drunk, and Skylar walked in on Sheila and Rachel having sex. Like, they were either having sex or they were, like, making out. They were doing something sexual with each other, and Skylar put this in her diary. And this seemed to, like, really hurt the friendship. On September 6, 2011, Skylar tweeted, I told the school all the shit I have on everyone. Which is a lot. Hashtag if I could get away with it. And this is clearly towards Sheila and Rachel threatening to tell on them about something. I don't know if it was specifically that they were intimate with each other. In May of 2012, Skylar tweeted, You're a two-faced bitch and obviously fucking stupid if you thought I wouldn't find out. Now, I don't know what that is about, but obviously it's directed at Sheila and Rachel. And I just, I feel really bad for Skylar because, like, it really sucks when, like, 
Especially because she was a big part of why... She had other friends, but she was a big part about why Sheila and Rachel had become friends. So, like, being a part of why that friendship happened and slowly getting booted out has to really suck. Especially because if, like, they were in a relationship, that would be okay. But, like, booting them out because you guys are getting in a relationship wouldn't be nice. Yeah. But if you were just a bitch, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, we booted someone out because they were a bitch. But, like, if... And, like, Skylar was so nice. And she just, like, she was... All her friends said she was such a nice person. Her parents said she was such a nice person. So, to just, like, be getting booted out of this friendship just because they started getting closer... Kind of dumb. And also, like, my relationship kind of ended because I didn't like my partner's other partner because of the fact they were getting closer and I felt like I was getting booted out so like I necessarily like didn't really do anything wrong it was just that they were getting closer and that was making me upset so I distanced myself and things ended but like yeah so I can really understand what um Skylar is going through here and in September, Rachel and mainly Sheila were like, let's get rid of her. Let's get rid of Skylar. For Rachel, it was like, oh, this is just a joke. Like, oh, we're going to kill her. Ah. But for Sheila, it was starting to become like, I want to kill her. I'm going to kill her. They talked about killing her in school and even like told like Skylar about it was like, if we killed you, like, how would you want to die? And, like, in class, like, a teacher overheard them talking about, like, how to hide a body and, like, stuff like that. But it was, like, a science class, so she didn't think anything of it. But, obviously, in retrospect, she's probably like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, like, nobody thought that they were serious because who thinks that... A 16-year-old is going to kill her best friend. Especially in 2012. Now, I think everyone wants to kill me. Except Bailey. I don't want to kill you. That was hot. (laughs) I just drank water. What the? Okay. (laughs) Hydration is sexy. So drink water, guys. Drink water. Yes. Um, when- And when Skylar found- them having sex, as I said, it hurt the friendship a lot because, like, Skylar was trying to stay friends with them, but Sheila had started seeing her as a burden, and the idea of killing Skylar became more and more of a serious thing. And in June of 2012, Skylar and Sheila went on a trip to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. That's where I was born. Well, I was technically born in Conway, but, um... I live, my family lived in Myrtle Beach. I wouldn't be alive if I was born at the Myrtle Beach Hospital. What? I wouldn't be alive today if I was born at that hospital. I thought you said I would be alive. I was like, bitch, what are you then? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, And apparently on this trip to Myrtle Beach, they fought the entire time. Like, they just argued. And, um, when they came back, Sheila 
told Rachel they needed to kill Skylar. Skylar had to go. That was it. She was like, we have to kill her. And they were going to kill her later in the summer, but Rachel's church camp got canceled. And they were like, hey, this church camp got canceled. I think this is a sign to kill her earlier. Let's just murder our best friend, you know? Yeah, God is giving us, I, yeah, God, our man God is just giving us a sign to kill her earlier. Honestly. Like, I'm not super religious, but I don't think God is just like, hey girls, I think you should kill your best friend sooner than you originally planned to. Mm -mm. This all brings us to July 5th. Skylar was finishing her shift at a Wendy's. She sent two tweets before she left. The first one said, You doing shit like that is why I can never completely trust you. And then her final tweet, which I think is really sad, is, All I do is hope. I love... I wish I... Which... She would be my sister's age. She would be like 20... 26 i think yeah yeah she would be um mid-20s she would be my sister's age but i would want to be friends with her because like that's pure she came home kissed her parents goodnight and went to bed sheila and rachel called her and asked if she wanted to go with them on a joy ride and like smoke weed and she got in the car with them at about midnight little did she know that in the trunk the girls had Everything they needed to kill her. Like a full murder kit in the back trunk. The back trunk. In the trunk. And they literally had knives in their hoodies. Like in the pocket of their hoodies. So they were driving on one route when they saw a police car. And they panicked and were like, we gotta go on a different route. Little d- Skylar is literally sitting in the back seat. Not knowing that- her best friends are freaking out over a police car because they're gonna murder her. Like, <laughs> it's it's insane. So, then they went to Brave, Pennsylvania, and they parked in the woods. They chatted for a while, and then they were gonna smoke, but they didn't have a lighter. So, Skylar went to get one from the car, and when she turned, the girls counted to three and then began stabbing her. She managed to get the knife at one point and, like, cut Rachel's leg, but Rachel got the knife back and kept stabbing. It said that Skylar was stabbed over 50 times. Holy shit. I don't know why they were so angry at her that they stabbed her that many times. Then they stood over as she died, her last words being just why, over and over, just why, why. That's sad. I know. The girls were gonna bury her, but they're idiots, because they didn't know the ground would be too rocky in that area. So, they just covered her with, like, rocks and branches, and they cleaned themselves off and left Skylar's phone turned off next to her body. And in Morbid, she's like, that was, like, really, like, poetic to just like put like her one way of contacting people next to her dead body like that's so sad and then at 909 a.m sheila tweeted 
always keep your cool. Because she's a psychopath. <sighs> Anyways. The next day, Dave Neese got home from work and went to drop off his car so she, so Skylar could work her shift at Wendy's. But she was nowhere to be found. Her door was locked. He opened it with a coat hanger and the bed hadn't been slept in. The window was open and she had clearly snuck out. There was like a bench right under the window so she could like get out. He calls his wife and he's like freaking out. Wendy's calls and is like, hey, she didn't come in for her shift. Is she okay? And she wouldn't miss work. So he calls Sheila who lies and says that she's like, oh, I haven't seen her stupid dave calls 911 and then sheila calls back and tells the parents and was like oh we went out joyriding at about like 11 and then we dropped her off away from the house so they wouldn't so they wouldn't wake up the parents the manager of the apartments that the niece family lived in was like hey i'll let you look at the security cameras of that night and the footage didn't show the girls picking her up, but 45 minutes after they supposedly dropped her off, a car picked her up. But the camera was so grainy, grainy that they couldn't see whose car it was. They tried to get an Amber Alert issued out, but as it was seen that she was willingly getting into a car, she was seen as a runaway and they wouldn't do it. Which obviously it wouldn't have helped because, yeah. yeah. But, like, no one believed she ran away, because she didn't. And she didn't bring, like, her contacts and her phone charger. And she didn't bring things that you would bring if you were going to run away. And she also, as I said, she wouldn't miss work. Because she, she, like, hadn't missed a shift since she had been working there. Skylar's parents, they called the radio, they used social media, they had search parties... And Sheila and her mom participated in, in these searches. And she would even, like, call the nieces to ask what the police knew. She would go into Skylar's room and, like, cry on her bed. Ew. Yeah, and she would do it so that, like, the parents could see her. Like, she aggravates me to no end. Alright. So... Rachel was at her church camp, the one that was postponed because it was a sign from God or whatever. Once school started, rumors that Sheila and Rachel had something to do with it started. They thought, everyone thought until the very end that Skylar had overdosed on drugs and the girls had just left her to die. Sheila and Rachel, they threw out the entire thing, same story. That they'd picked her up at 11 and then dropped her off, like, 45 minutes after, away from the house. And she walked that distance and went back to, to the house. At one point, I think Rachel changed her story. And then Sheila instantly changed her story to the same thing. Like, and they were like... We picked her up at 11 p.m. Like, they were exact, which is so sketchy, obviously, because they killed her. Sheila took a polygram, polygraph, is it a polygram or a polygraph? Polygraph. polygraph and failed, 
Rachel was supposed to take hers, but she jumped out of her father's car on the way there. Like, fully opened the door and jumped out. Lovely. Phone records showed that they were near Blacksville that night, and they were getting harassed at school online. Aw, poor babies. And I think they ended up getting homeschooled at one point. Sheila didn't really care about the harassment, but Rachel was clearly not doing well. And at one point, Rachel cried in front of Sheila, and Sheila was, like, disgusted. She was like, you're weak. Because I'm honestly convinced that Sheila Eddie is, like, an actual psychopath. Like, medically, psychologically a psychopath. In December, Mary Niece released a statement on her Facebook account. It told everyone what the police were doing, everything about the case, that they, what they knew so far. She also called Sheila and Rachel out for lying and blatantly said that she thinks her daughter might have been murdered. And around this time, the girls were still tweeting, but they weren't tweeting like, Oh, where are you, Skylar? Skylar, come back. No. They were tweeting, like, stupid, normal stuff. And then Sheila's were so aggravating and horrible. On November 2012, Sheila tweeted, No one on this earth can handle me and Rachel. If you think you can, you're wrong. In January of 2013, she tweeted, Why is my favorite question? Which makes me so sick. What the fuck? Why? The last words her best friend said to her is her favorite. It literally makes me want to vomit. In February of 2013, she tweeted, Can I just say again that I absolutely love having the upper hand? And then the final one I have is in April of 2013 when she said we really did go on three i (laughs) horrible i literally hate her so much i hope prison is treating her horribly because spoiler alert she ends up in prison obviously how long did she get uh we'll talk about it okay it's gonna kind of irritate you (laughs) I don't know about Rachel. I know I think that Sheila is a psychopath, but I I don't think Rachel is one. I think that she just really wanted to stay on Sheila's good side and that she just went along with it. So, Rachel, her parents decided to have her dad move back in to help control Rachel's violent behavior toward her mom like they had very violent fights and Rachel saw Sheila more whenever she stayed at her dad's house so after a Christmas party Rachel and her mom were coming home when Rachel saw her dad's car in the driveway she freaked out and screamed and like started running around the neighborhood screaming then the fight was brought into the house where there was a physical fight between her and her mom then she barricaded herself in her room and threatened to kill herself lovely which like girl you're so dramatic 
normally I wouldn't say that about someone who is threatening to kill themselves, but, like, she's upset because her dad moved back. And because, like, she just, I don't know. Rachel doesn't aggravate me nearly as much as Sheila does, but, like, Rachel aggravates me, too, because she was a bigger part than I think the media makes her out to be. They kind of make it seem like Sheila was the ring leader and she was just, like, falling behind, but I think she's a lot darker than people give her credit for. I mean, you have to be pretty darn dark to, like, be okay with somebody murdering, like, murdering somebody. Yeah. So, her mom called the police and begged them to come. They arrived and Rachel was brought to a mental hospital. This freaked Sheila, who freaked her out, who probably thought Rachel was going to admit to murder. She tried to go see her, but the staff was specifically told not to let her see her. Rachel was released five days later and was sent to get a polygraph since she didn't go to the one that was originally scheduled because she jumped out of her dad's car. Only a few questions into the interview, Rachel said, we stabbed her, which shocked everyone. The police, they were also convinced that Skylar had overdosed and they abandoned her. She told them everything and when they asked her why they did it, she said, we just didn't like her anymore. What the fuck? Literally. Like, we just didn't like her any- They were- She was like, oh, we didn't want to be friends with her anymore. Like, then stop hanging out with her. Don't kill her. Yeah, she just went like 40 steps ahead. She was like, let me just- What the fuck? Like- In my situation, I didn't get murdered. I just got broken up with. Skylar had other friends. So, she sure, she would be, like, sad if they're, like, we don't want to be your friend anymore. She would have been sad, but she would have been, like, okay, you guys suck anyways. You kind of, like, abandoned me anyways. So, like, see ya. Bye. Fuck you. But, like... (sighs) I just think that Sheila is a psychopath and Skylar was a burden to her and she just wasn't doing anything for her anymore so she had to get rid of her and Sheila was like the best way to do that is murder. I think she just wanted to murder somebody. Yeah and there were rumors that she apparently liked running over animals and stuff like that. Whoa. Why? What? That that was on uh, com about, like, the why one of them was, like, that she was gonna, like, that she liked run over, running over animals and stuff like that. And there was speculations as to why it actually happened, one of which she liked to run over animals, so she was, like, crazy. One of them was that Skylar was going to tell everyone that they were hooking up, but her Mary... Mary niece, her mom, was like, she's an ally. She wouldn't do that. Like, she was a big ally to the community. And, like, her mom was like, she wouldn't have outed them, even if they were fighting. She wouldn't tell someone that. Also, Sheila is very confident in, like, her sexuality and, like, sexual nature. It would not be upset, like, if 
people found out that she was hooking up with a girl, she would have been like, yeah, she probably, like, was bisexual, because she was very sexually active, and, um, I know Rachel wouldn't have been okay with that, because she was Catholic, but I don't think Sheila would have killed to protect Rachel, because, yeah, I just think that Sheila is a monster and didn't like Skylar anymore. So, Rachel was told to lead them to the body, but the ground was too snowy, so she couldn't find it. Since they didn't have any evidence, they had Rachel's room wired and had Sheila come over, and it's suspected that Sheila knew something was up, so she, like, didn't say anything incriminating or anything like that. She posted a picture with Rachel, and in the picture, Rachel looks rough. Like, she... that picture is very telling of her mental state. Two weeks later, a police dog found Skylar's remains. She'd been missing for six months at that point. Her body had been eaten by animals and her head was gone. Oof. Rachel was allowed to walk free while the police gathered evidence against Sheila because they were afraid that if they arrested Rachel that it would freak Sheila out and they wouldn't be able to get anything. On January 4th, the police issued a search warrant for every knife in Sheila's house and Sheila's car. The day Skylar's body was identified, March 13th, Sheila tweeted, Rest easy, Skylar. You'll always be my best friend. Hell, why? And Rachel said, Rest easy, baby. I love you and miss you more than anything. May you finally have justice. Yeah, about that, Rachel. I think she will. When your ass is in jail. On May 1st, Rachel turned herself in and surrendered herself to the police. She was tried as an adult. In exchange for her testifying against Sheila, she was recommended 20 years in Pennsylvania where the body was found wouldn't prosecute her. While this was happening, Sheila was with her mom at a Cracker Barrel. Oh. Yeah, she was, she was having a nice meal at uh, Cracker Barrel, and her mom got a call from the police, and they were like, hey, we want to bring her in for questioning, and she's like, oh, we're at Cracker Barrel right now, we're just gonna, you know, swing by after we eat, alright? And they were like, thanks, and then they were like, let's go get her. So they pick her up, and they're coming out of the parking lot when they arrest her. After this, Rachel's name was published and her friends were shocked. But, like, Sheila hadn't been named, but, like, everyone knew it was her. They're like, there's no way that Rachel was involved and Sheila was not. Yeah. Four months later, on September 17th, my birthday, Sheila entered a plea of not guilty. Even though everyone knew she was guilty. The trial was set for October 22nd. During court, Sheila was said to have been smiling. Like, Skylar's dad was like, she was smiling during court. And she only cried when it was about her. Lovely. Her attorney tried to get Rachel's testimony suppressed and have the trial moved. The first motion was denied, but they agreed to have the trial moved to February. Before before her pre-trial hearing, a lot of people said that she was going to plead guilty because um, 
Rachel's testimony was, there was nothing that could fight her testimony. When she entered, she was sobbing. She barely said anything, just like, yes, sir, no, sir. But she pleaded guilty in exchange for a sentence of 15 years to life with the possibility of parole. Uh, 15 years! Lovely. I just... Rachel's sentencing hearing started on February 2nd, and Rachel apologized to the Neese family, unlike Sheila. Which, like, Dave Neese literally was like, her apology means nothing. She killed my daughter. I don't care. As he should. Yeah. Like, She was sentenced to 30 years in prison with the possibility of parole. She is eligible for parole in 2023, which is next year. But I don't think she'll get out, especially because I think that Dave and Mary Nice are going to be there and be like, no, do not let her out. Um, if we hear anything about it, we'll bring it up in a later episode. Sheila is eligible for parole in 2028. I don't think she'll get out that date either. And they are both serving at the Lakin Correctional Center, which is, I think think in West Virginia? I'd say it's in West Virginia. Together? Yeah. But I don't think they talk. Bro, I wouldn't have put them together. Yeah, I think that wasn't the best decision, but, like, I doubt they talk, especially since Rachel, like, sang like a canary. (laughs) Was just like, here's all the information. I feel like they shouldn't be together also, because I feel like Sheila would, like, I'm surprised Sheila didn't try to, like, kill her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, um, wait, what? If I get murdered. Yeah. Last, let's talk about Skylar's law. So, since Skylar got into a car willingly, an Amber Alert wasn't issued because she was labeled a runaway. Skylar's law was to make it where a teen is only deemed as a runaway if it's proven to be that way. This obviously wouldn't have uh, saved Skylar, but it's to help people in future situations yeah and that's it what did you think i think that our court system's a little fucked yeah i also agree what in the world i hate sheila eddie with a passion like the part about the why is my favorite question that i literally found that on twitter and i cried i literally cried the first time i saw it because i got this is the case that got me into true crime and i was like oh sheila eddie's twitter let me look at it and i found that tweet and i literally was like what in the actual fuck I remember Sam sending me this article about this. I think you did, right? Yeah. A long time ago. And I remember reading it and I was just like, what in the fuck is happening? Yeah. I sent this because I was like, this case is like so interesting. Yeah. This case is actually what um, introduced me to Morbid. Morbid Podcast. So, uh, Morbid Podcast 
I doubt you're listening, but I'm probably going to put this on TikTok and, like, tag them. But, like, yeah. Morbid Podcast, you guys got me, like, were a big part of my entering true crime type stuff. And you're a big part of why I wanted to do this podcast. So, like, what's up? You guys are cool. I appreciate you guys. Heck yeah. Ignore what I said at the beginning. It wasn't boring. (laughs) Alright, so... I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I hope you were... Like... As enraged we are. Yeah. I hope you guys were all, like, all like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? I hope you all were very, like angry at like everything that was said because like i am i am enraged when i was doing research for this yesterday i literally finished most of this yesterday and i was like i wrote three pages all of yesterday at a coffee shop i was just like typing away but anyways bailey Okay, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Be Gay Podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram at Be Gay Do Crimes Pod. And you can follow us on TikTok at Be Gay Podcast. And you can join our Patreon at Be Gay Do Crimes Podcast. And, um, Sammy Whammy Poop. Yes. Hi. Hi. Will you marry me? No. I'm good. What the fuck? (laughs) What was that? That was me throwing an earring and saying, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you guys for listening, and remember... Be gay, gay, do do crimes. crimes. Ka-chow. Hell yeah. Okay, we love you guys. Drink water. Bye. Oh. <laughs>